From Point Conception to the Mexican border, this is the SoCal Bite. I'm Nathan Callahan. On today's menu, The Stroke. Thought clots, apraxia, and must-see TV. On Thursday, December 11th, 2008, at 1.55 a.m., my father Frank's right hand went numb. At the time, Frank was upstairs, alone in bed, watching his TV favorite, Seinfeld. It was episode number 16, The Chinese Restaurant. For better or worse, the Seinfeld series was and is the primary allegorical reference for Frank's social and personal life. It powers his conversations and defines his dilemmas. Mention annoying dogs to Frank. He'll recall Seinfeld, episode 111, The Engagement, Elaine Can't Sleep Because of a Barking Dog, Kramer Says He Knows Someone Who Can Fix Her Problem. So does Frank. Mention crab bisque or Mexican chicken chili, episode 116, The Soup Nazi. No soup for you, Frank will say. Tight underwear, episode 33, The Fix-Up. My boys can swim. As Elaine tried to steal an egg roll, the numbness crept up Frank's arm. Things garbled. Frank took a deep breath. All the signs of a stroke followed. Numbness in his face, arm, and leg. Confusion, trouble speaking, loss of balance, trouble seeing. And then, like a favorite moments episode gone over under sideways down, the Seinfeld series jumped from Frank's TV screen into the bedroom proper, projecting itself in multiple screenings over the dresser, on the pillows, through the shutters, on the ceiling. I saw every Seinfeld episode ever made at once, Frank told me. All 180, from Good News, Bad News to The Puffy Shirt, from Fusilli Jerry to The Finale, even episode number 28, The Alternate Side. Elaine cares for her 66-year-old boyfriend who has a stroke. Now the stroke was buzzing in Frank's brain. Seinfeld, incarnate, Insufficient blood supply. Jerry rents a car. Frank falls to the floor. In an effort to combat his cerebrovascular accident, Frank attempts to mentally stuff all the projected episodes back into his TV, back in the box, back to the Chinese restaurant. When that doesn't work, he manages to dial 911. Today, the most pronounced after-effect of Frank's stroke is what neurologists call apraxia of speech. It's a kind of stutter. Frank stops mid-sentence. He knows what he wants to say. He sees a word in his head. But he can't get the word out of his mouth. It has no voice. His mind instead struggles with syllables and plays a game of nonsense scrabble. Circumlocution and malapropisms are his conversational norm. Comparisons are odorous. Don't get historical. Patience is a virgin. 
With apraxia, my dad went to a senior center performance by Debbie Rentals, had a lunch of karaoke meatballs, met a nurse from guacamole, visited a neighbor in Parasite Cove, and got a hair f- In a way, apraxia is the consummate ailment for a Seinfeld disciple. Absurdist nihilism. Meanings fail. There's no objective value. Frank still has a sense of humor, and Seinfeld remains his signpost. Now he thinks of apraxia as a sitcom writer's block, caused by a thrombosis of ideas. A thought clot episode. It seems as if nothing will come, and then it does. But it's not what you expect. The cure is in the peripheral arteries. Frank continues to tell stories in the framework of a 1990s sitcom, and the blood finds its way. For more SoCal Byte audio essays, visit SoCalByte.com. That's S-O-C-A-L-B-Y-T-E dot com.